Welcome to Three Black Girls Podcast. This is a podcast that brings you into our innermost circle as we discuss our perspectives on news, race, trending topics, and much more. All the while, we're still just a couple of round-the-way girls working towards the corner office. All right. Welcome back. This is episode 50. 50. That's a big number. It is. It's oh. a celebration. Right. Well, I'm Alex before we go too deep into that. All right. And I'm Geneva. If you didn't already know, <laughs> now you know. Drops mic. Okay. Walks away. That's what happens when you get on your 50th episode. You forget who you are. No, you don't. You just assume everybody knows already. <laughs> well, if you didn't already know, it's the Three Black Girls Podcast. Hey. <laughs> that was pretty. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm happy you be catching it now yourself. Like, I don't have to bring these things to your attention. (laughs) And it shows so much progression. Like, you're learning that it's you. (laughs) You're the problem. (laughs) 52 weeks later, a whole year later. (laughs) Growth. Thank you. (laughs) Growth. You know? Growth ain't the same for everybody. Right. That's real. Um, So, anyway, there's no segue for this, but Nicki Minaj, please. Oh, put on the prior list, y'all. Yo. Top of it, she's on the top. Yo, have you heard from her? <laughs> Has anyone put? She's on the stick and shut in list. Somebody got to do a whale visit, check up on her. Bring her a warm meal. <laughs> I am concerned. Bring the prayer circle. We got to pray, y'all, because Nikki, baby, I'm sorry. Well, it's, maybe by maybe by the time this episode drops, she might have come back with something. Probability being thirty five percent. Oh gosh! Either and way, you know, don't get me wrong. I like Nikki. I like Nikki as a rapper when she raps. I don't like pop star Nikki. I don't like bubblegum Nikki. I'm not with that. But mixtape Nikki was the truth. And I, I don't know if she forgot. Hmm. I don't know if the ass shots have, like, leaked. But any up, like, I feel like, you know, two shorties from New York, as soon as you heard this, you should have been like, I'm in the studio. Pull a Drake. Like, I'm ready. But... She even, shouldn't even have to go back into the studio. Because if, you, if you're the first one to throw shots, then you should already have your rebuttals already ready. Like, you should have some lines written down in somebody's five-star notebook or something. Because you can't just throw shots, especially at someone like Remy Ma, who's actually been to jail for right. assaulting and like right. <laughs> shooting someone. Oh, it's murder. It was life. a whole murder. I thought she just was attempted murder. Oh, no. She really killed, she really killed abroad. And it was like over some money, something petty. That's how you know. And Remy ain't one to play with. Like, we've been knew that, though. Like, we've been knew that. Since Remy stepped into the game, we knew Remy was not that chick that you just do some funny stuff with. She's not the one. So I don't know if Nikki forgot, like, you know, six years, she ain't seen her, she thinks she could pop off. But Remy been putting out verses about Nikki in the joint. Like, she was like, you think that you running this, but it's only because I'm inside. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> and she forgot. She must right. She must have forgot, because yep. it's only been about a smooth 12 months and... and here we go with Remy Ma coming for blood. 
literally like literally i wonder these l's she was just she was she was one of the people she was like "Ooh, just wait on it wait on it wait on it i got 55 bars for your ass like a whole (laughs) seven minute track no chorus this is nothing but (laughs) like god no one asked for this Man, and like, meanwhile, the original disc record was a Gucci Mane song, I know. which was really fun. <laughs> he was singing. <laughs> was like, you see how you took really a enjoy, You know, I, I enjoy a good Gucci Mane track, and I thought it was good. But you know, shoot, she been with Meek too long. Like she didn't get out soon enough. <laughs> she like clearly L's are sexually transmitted. She caught that, <laughs> and she got the L now, and. Sorry, boo. If you don't come back, you have joined Meek's crew. Like, you can't come back. I can't. Good night. <laughs> she was sexually transmitted. She caught that. I can't. Ooh, that is that. I'm sorry. Well, I was never really a Nikki fan. Um, what's she called? The mob? What's her, what's her, her stands called? Barbies. There you go. Don't kill me. But, I mean... Whatever. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I just hope even nothing that she could say would be, would be like, would be on the same caliber as what Remy has already said. Unless like you came for like her being barren or something, which is a oh, terrible thing to do because you're a woman. Up. That would be So I would just, I would just have to kill you if I was Remy. Like, oh, you're going to talk about my family and my, and my body? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to have, that's just, it's a wrap on your life, yeah, literally. I go back to jail for that. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like I, just I know she's like, on probation, so don't tempt her. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, she did it before, so I really don't put it past her that she couldn't just do this, do it again. Listen, and she's probably smart enough to hire. She's like, okay, you know, I could kill you with my own bare hands, but I'll hire someone now. <laughs> like I'm smarter than this, and right. I've, I've learned how how it works. So, I'm but not Nikki had the nerve myself. to be petty and tried to bring Beyonce in, and I know Beyonce like. Girl, what? don't come. Is this like, breaking news? No, this was on Instagram. She tra- posted like this video of uh, Beyonce singing a song talking about her being like the greatest female rapper. Something stupid. And posted to her Instagram. And I'm like, you know, B don't really like you like that, right? <laughs> B don't got too many friends that she for real like. She don't like Kim K. She don't like you for real. She She just be tolerating y'all because y'all, you know. In the rap game, and she needs y'all for her hits. But right, she, just, she just used y'all for features. That's it. Exactly. Like that's it. Genres. You know, you're not on her level, and she don't think of you as a friend. So for you to do that, I know B was like, Jay, get this, get this hoe out of here. Like, no. <laughs> like, and then she tried to post the stats talking about her net worth and like you know her sales, how how bad the sales for Fat Joe and Remy's album did i was like oh it was so bad blah 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 i'm like that's the thing but, we, but, but what we heard was it don't even matter because shawty exactly. you don't own your masters and you did a 360 exactly. deal which might not even be the truth but the fact that it might be and you are three chains down the line like if, Yo, if cash money got you on the 360 that means <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> five, five people get their hands on your money before you do Yo, that's the truth that hurt my heart that hurt me. You probably still don't old Berman and Lil Wayne and whoever yeah. owns Cash Money. I don't even, bruh. You got so I many people in your pockets. Her. Don't come for nobody. I you don't even have pockets. Her. They just, 
You you oh you you wearing a dress, a sheath dress with no pockets, baby girl, because you oh. don't have no money. To oh wear. Jesus! And your you, your clothes are at Kmart. If you don't have yes. all the seats, girl, <laughs> zero credibility. And you know I live for Kmart, but I don't live for Nicki Minaj collection. Hell no! <laughs> and it was on a it had a good sale at Kmart on Nicki Minaj clothes a couple weeks ago here. One hundred percent. I off. made like, like seventy percent off. Like I was like, dang! <laughs> I was like, I could buy They're this liquidate the car with. You know, like <laughs> this is cheaper than mine at all. <laughs> exactly. Cotton is cotton. I ain't judging. <laughs> oh my god, get out of here. She better have a seat. But pray for her though, like you know. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, pray for them pockets because I see the last one. That mm. Nikki, do better, do better, boo. I wonder how but. long her 360 did last. Forever. <laughs> That's not here nor there. I'm just I'm wondering. Afraid, I'm, I have no idea. I, how did they be getting on these deals like this? Hey, we watched the new edition. We see how people that get was caught up in 80s. these deals. That was the 80s. The it's same. literally 25 years later. And people still don't know what it means to have money. And they don't know representation. So, full circle mm-hmm. moment. We still in the same predicament. Mm-hmm. That's why people still be going broke. Because they ain't got the right people getting their deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, one more note about this that's only tangentially related. That's why she was trying to come hard for Giuseppe because he wasn't running her her check, even though they was using her name like as part of their branding for like a whole rack of their shoes. Like, girl, why didn't you have your lawyer look at this to begin with? Why it's like five years later now, and you're like, oh, I never got my check. You're not going to get a check because yeah, you didn't do your due diligence in the beginning. <laughs> that's the thing about sorry, contracts. Man. We read them. We yes, read them thoroughly. Clearly, you, but you never had one. <laughs> so that's where you went wrong. <laughs> you know, we, we've gotten so forgetful. We don't read the terms and conditions. But when it comes oh. to your coins, you might want to read these contracts. Just exactly. clearly. She ain't got no coins. So she didn't know to read one. Anyway, moving on. on. to the next. <laughs> <laughs> so her so, I didn't even <laughs> listen. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm like, I what am. I am actually happy that this came out. That Hurt Bay, the guy, his name is like Leonard or something random. I don't know. <laughs> he looks He's like the third Leonard. though. <laughs> Whatever he is, it's like generations of these men. I don't know if that's Ooh, good. I or hope bad they don't thing. all act the same right? way. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Your daddy trash and your granddaddy trash. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I hope you don't have a son. But. You know, I was just happy that it came out because so many times you always hear one side of the story and we always know there's three sides. So I'm like, you know, we was all feeling shorty. We all was very upset with this dude for just sitting there so nonchalant as he talked about him cheating. But he came back. He talked about the story and made some valid points. And I was like. Okay. You tell me what the points are, because I wasn't about to give him no airtime and, and so, watch his So there was a part where he was asking, <laughs> he was talking to the guys who were interviewing him, and they were like, yeah, you know, they." she talked about how she walked in and you were with somebody else, so blah, blah, blah. And so he was like, now let me ask you a question. He's like, are you married or you have somebody? The guy's like, he's married. He was like, if you with somebody... And you walked in and saw me with somebody else. Is your you think your wife's reaction is she gonna walk away and leave, or is she gonna run up in there and handle the situation? He was like, "We weren't together right then." 
So when she saw it, it was like, I already told you I was talking to other people. You just got surprised and thought it wasn't what it was. <laughs> and I was like... When you tried to pop up, when you yeah, pop up like, go wrong. <laughs> you trying to you trying to pop up and be cute and do some sweet stuff. He told you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> don't do it. You set yourself oh. up for that one. So when I heard that story, I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Because if I walked in on somebody that's supposed to be my boyfriend, significant other, whatever, and I see you with somebody else, oh, it's going to be a fight. I'm fighting everybody. I'm fighting her. I'm fighting you. I'm swinging. And it's not even nothing against her. It's just that you just got caught in the crossfire. Sorry, boo. It could have been anybody. <laughs> right. They, I okay. would have left out and cried. That ain't so no has, in the world. All right. She's, I cried all night. I oh, cried girl. all night. <laughs> Somebody gave her a hug because clearly he don't love her. Oh, man. But he said that he did love, he did love her. And he was upset by it. It just... At that moment, you know, she wanted the closure. He ain't want the closure for real. He was over it. So, and I was like, I get that. Because if I, if an ex of mine's five years later starts talking about some stuff that happened in the past, I'd be like, okay, boy, we moved on. <laughs> I don't have no feelings about this. Cool. We done. So. But if you, even if, even if y'all are like over and done with, if you say that you still care about somebody, at least show some type of like empathy. He had zero emotion. <laughs> his emotion everybody was so dry that like his voice was on the same way. I mean, I, I get that, but I think empathy is something that everyone should have. And he didn't have none. I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying you should like console her or like say kind words, but at least like show that your actions were wrong. Or look at it from her perspective. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not on his side. Even with this tell-all he just tried to do. (laughs) I'm on neither side, I'm on. I mean, I don't care about them. Because I feel like... Exactly. I'm like, at this point, if y'all still talking about this, either to get together or get over it. I don't care. I just, (laughs) you know, as Iyanla would say, you know, you got to build that bridge, boo. Get over that. She said that in the episode. Mm-hmm. I want her let her, episode. let her keep moping. Okay. Anyway, so Boot Bay. <laughs> after we bring up Yama, we have to just keep it pushing. Yes. Boot Bay. Why do we keep putting Bay at the end of everything that happens in life? <laughs> Can we just talk about know. that? Because like, all these situations aren't even like loving situations. So like her Bay, that wasn't a basic, that was hurt. <laughs> Hashtag hurt. And but she was, she was Bay and she was hurt. Like, Bay was, was hurt. He wasn't claiming her for real. <laughs> Who's Bay is she? She was. So let's well, let's reevaluate how we're using Bay. And it's Boot Bay. I mean, Boot I guess. Bay is my hero. Cause <laughs> I, as a woman, I so appreciate that. Like the fact that this man didn't even move, his face didn't change. He was like, "Now you already know this woman. <laughs> you see, don't come at me." Like his eyes was telling her. Don't do yeah, it to yourself. Yeah, he was like, I tried to warn you. Right, like, his eyes told a story. Like, I tried to tell you, don't come this way. But now you embarrassed. I tried to save you. Mm-hmm. Embarrassed. But she tried to play it off and, like, do a little jig to move to the right. I saw that. She apparently... She tried to play it off. She tried, apparently put out a statement. was like, how that wasn't even what was happening. I was actually coming for her. Lies. Based off your trajectory. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, I don't even know trigonometry. work. Your body wasn't facing directly her. It was facing smooth at him. 
Yeah, let's so... not let's not tell these lies. <laughs> and if you're gonna say you're a lesbian, just come out and say you're a lesbian. But right. to suggest it and then not actually say it and then have to lie about your direction, you just look dumb. Now you look dumb and you look embarrassed. <laughs> come like, on. <laughs> I'm so sorry for her. Like sorry, boo. Because everybody was hyped. Like the girl next to him was so hype when that boot came out. Yeah. I was like, yo, <laughs> I am so embarrassed for you. <laughs> just go back out. Just go back and do it all over. <laughs> Come back at the end of the show at the last bit and do your auction and go a different direction. Oh. Don't even go that way. Yeah, just just go ahead and keep on walking down the, the catwalk because right? you, you thought Ooh. wrong. Ooh. That's unfortunate. Oh, pray for her, y'all. So shout out to Boot. She's babe. really embarrassed. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Bube is my shiro, so shout out to you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Barack Obama, my president, uh, um, just came back from vacation. He's been on vacation for like a whole sixty days. Can we talk about like, that? <laughs> I mean, after doing what he's been doing for the last eight years, I think you deserve a That's sixty true. day vacation. I'm with it. That's I support true. that. <clears throat> But he came back looking. Um, I guess it's only been like 30. Because <laughs> it's been since like inauguration, which was in January. So it's only been like 30. But it's it, he looks so refreshed that it looks like it's been six months. <laughs> who is like, this fine black man? <laughs> yes, I said, see, that's who Michelle fell in love with. I said, that yeah. man is fine. Like, he was just so carefree. He just like, hey, I tried to tell y'all what this dude was about. Y'all didn't want to listen. I'm out here in other countries flourishing while y'all are Literally hating flourishing. yourselves. Hating yeah, yourselves for trying to play me for years. <laughs> Melanin popping. Coconut oil all rubbed on the face. He just looks like a transformed human being. Yes. Like he hasn't lived in America for the past 50 years. That's what he looks like. Like he's never had to experience the trials and tribulations of being in America. Right? <laughs> let alone the president. Right. Oh, like, yes, beyond that. Or let alone a black man in America. Oh like, my God. Like, like this man has just transcended levels that I'm not even ready for. Like shirt unbuttoned, showing a little chest. I said, who are you? Who are you? Looking like Bayrock Obama. I said, ooh. <laughs> Who'd you pull that one out from? Because I know you didn't. You didn't make that up. I did. No, you didn't. Oh, girl, work. I just thought about it because you was talking about Bay to everything, and I was like, "Oh, see, Bay Rock." I just thought it was necessary to add. That it was to nice. Section. I think you need to go ahead and make a meme and make that trend. You could be famous, girl. Bay Rock. He looked good though. I said, mm-hmm. "Daddy is fine right now." And we ain't seen Michelle. Where's she been? Right, so she about to come out here with like flourishing a bomb pixie cut. <laughs> oh yes, honey, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Girl, I'm. Mm, I just want to say thank you, Barack, for just gracing us with your presence again because we've missed <laughs> you, you. <laughs> We've yeah. missed you. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord. Well, you know you can go back to whatever country you just landed from on your private jet because. You don't need to worry about this foolishness that's going on in, in the world right now. Don't and how Trump is taking away people's rights left and right for no reason. Oh, God. Just what? because he's guess, mad and hateful. What is, what is your... Why do you hate everybody? Like, I don't understand. Like, you just refuse to let anybody live and be prosperous. Like, because. He, he just imagines he should be the only one that is happy in life. Even though he just looks so miserable. He looks dis- yeah, I'm about to say, he looks like he is hating every single day 
of this presidency. And so is his uh, wife. Yes, I love it. I love that they hate it because that's what they get. And then I just can't get over their, their vocabulary is just so elementary. Literally, <laughs> like the, 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 the amount of words that they use in terms of like their grammar and their language handling is just so pedestrian and elementary. I don't know. I'm just... That's the thing Obviously, about why he won. But. He told the truth. He said things that all of these people who have very, the lack of education loved because he talked their language. He talked on a level that they could understand. Third grade education. Right. And they loved it until they realized <laughs> that there's a lot more to it than just talk and there are laws and things that he just can't do. Like, sorry, checks and balances, boo. You just don't do whatever you want. It's not a, <laughs> like he's not a king doesn't work that way so he took away all the protections that transgender kids have for going to their bathroom of choice for no reason i was about to say like let these kids mind their own business like we were fine no no one had any issues that was done for it was good no one had problems and you just decided to dig in your bag of tricks and was like oh gotcha again like why I thought we had already gone over this, sir. This is not your, like, why are you here? And why are you making these rules that that don't affect anybody but the people that need them the most? Like, no one, no one is worried about this. Let these kids go to the damn bathroom. Golly. Now there's, like, harassment and assault that could happen when you make them go to the bathroom of their assigned gender versus their, or their assigned sex versus their, their, the gender they identify with. Like, Bro, He's, you're making more. You're making it difficult for no reason than to just say that you hate all these groups of people. Like it just, it's terrible, and I'm like, please, I just, I just pray nothing happens to these children. You know, I pray that there's been enough time that kids have, you know, been able to deal with it. I mean, they see these kids every day, but hopefully, these thoughts of their parents and the president don't rub off and have kids, transgender youth being assaulted and harassed more than they already do. But like, even beyond that, it's, it's for me, I'm just thinking about like the trauma that goes into ha- making these kids, like forcing these kids to do one thing versus what they feel like they should be doing. Like that's traumatic to say like, Oh, you are a girl. Like you identify as a girl, but I'm going to make you go to the little boy's bathroom and then having to be on the boy's bathroom and like, being with other boys when you don't feel like a boy. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like that's, that's not, it's not fair. First of all, it's not fair and it's traumatic. And especially with like something as like a simple right as like just going to the restroom. Think of how many times, like how many times you go to the restroom in, in like in a, in a regular work day and a regular day in life. And like now you're forced to do something out of the norm for you. Like that's not fair. And these are kids. Exactly. And I don't even understand the issue with it. Cause my thing is, most bathrooms have doors. Go in the one with the door. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, whatever happens behind my door is behind my bathroom door. And I just hate that people try to make it so much more than what it is. It's just right. like, excreting oh, gonna be waste. Hurting our little <laughs> girls in the bathroom. Like, who? Who are, who are the they that you speak of? Their classmates? The same ones that y'all don't care when they get assaulted and raped in high school, but now suddenly you care if they share the bathroom with with their other classmates. Like, come on, bro. Exactly. Now you care about women's bodies, but you don't care about rape. You don't care about sexual harassment. You don't care about assault because clearly your president's been doing all this stuff. So now you suddenly care. 
fuck out of here. So timey. I got the better words. <laughs> Anywho, <clears throat> so yeah, <laughs> on to the next Trump-related issue. Thirty so seconds, right? Literally, time. like I'm done with this one. So Trump decided that he's not gonna go to the correspondence dinner this year. Good riddance. And I'm just like, why? Why are you so petty? Because you was so happy to be there the last year. Key Ken sitting up next there, enjoying all the jokes about Barack. But now when it's your time, you're like, no, y'all going to talk about me. I don't want to do this. The media is bad people, even though you love the media. Like, that's right. the only reason you're yeah, prospering. He can't show his face in the correspondence dinner because he's kicked all these people out of the White House already. True. He's putting all these blocks and, and bans on all these uh, quote-unquote fake news stations like like the, the, the Times and CNN and like all these people that are actually credible sources. So now you can't say, oh, let me sit next to y'all and uh, eat dinner and be merry. Like, no, bro, you are literally our enemy. You are stopping us from doing our job because you feel some type of way about the way that we are writing about your administration and how y'all are conducting yourselves in the White House. What? <laughs> he can't show his face. Yeah. Well, anywho, good riddance. We're good without you, B. Yep. In Um, other news. (laughs) In other terrible news. Right. As we transition. I just thought about this. This is terrible news. (laughs) So apparently an off-duty LAPD officer got into this scuffle of sorts with some kids who walked on his lawn. First off, y'all old people got to get over that lawn stuff. Like, I get it if people are constantly, like, playing in your yard. But if somebody just happens to walk on your lawn, just ask them to get off of it. It ain't that deep. Like, you don't have to have no conniption about this thing called grass. They sell it at the store. You can go lay down some more. They got seeds. Right. I'm like, it's LA. Y'all probably got, it's probably fake grass no way. Cause you know, exactly. y'all, y'all be having water restrictions and stuff. So come on, sir. It might even be better off for you to just go get some AstroTurf and call it a day. And just lay that stressed. stuff down. Lay it down. Like it's not that deep. But police saw the kid on his lawn, got upset. And it was a group of kids. But only apparently only one person, like the one girl, walked on the grass. He said something. The other little kid who was like 13 was like, calm down. She just walked on the grass. He gets mad, tries to like run up on the boy, like grab him up. He's like, I'm only 13. Calm down. And he keeps pulling on him. He's like, I'm going to sue you. The white what? police For officer what? thinks he says, I'm going to say, I'm going to shoot you. So he pulls out his gun because he thinks this little 13 year old boy is going to shoot him. I said, Come on now. Like, in this video, you... and the little boy's like, I said, I'm going to sue him, not shoot him. I'm 13. But you pull out the gun and shoot, like, shoot, a, a, I guess, a warning shot into the ground. But that's so dangerous. Don't they tell, tell y'all about, like, firing your weapons? How it could hit someone else? <sighs> I'm just over police when it comes to stuff like that. We got to do something better with these officers. Just saying. In this cross country. <laughs> I mean, we said that more than once. Exactly. It's not an isolated incident. It's not a one-off state here and there. Like, this is almost every state at this point has been hit. I wouldn't say almost every state, but at least Too 35% many. of the country. <laughs> Too many have been yeah. handling this. 
Whew, Lord Jesus. So that can just translate, let me translate, transition <laughs> right, <laughs> right into this week in race news. Yeah. Um, so homegirl, actually, I want to get her name. It's like you know? Kiana Lillard. Kiana Lillard. Yeah. Shout out to her. Because yes. she said, not in courtroom 502, madam. Yes, not in this courtroom. <laughs> right. What you're not going to do today is try to disrupt and make a mockery of this woman about to go to jail for a DUI. Man. Um, so if you want to if you want to play fast and loose and, and giggle in my courtroom, you got 93 days in jail. Bruh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Put this, like, could you, oh my God, like that would hurt my soul soul because I'd be watching a lot of lockup and I know Jail be so terrible. So to think, was laughing. you had to watch Lockup to realize that. No jail. I know prison is bad, but jail is where people oh, oh, like if oh, you oh, was like county it's jail. Simple, yeah. That place yeah. is terrible. It's terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so to think that you went in there for something like contempt of court for laughing, bruh. I will never laugh in a courtroom. I don't even want to go to a courtroom because I don't know if I can control my giggles. <laughs> because. <laughs> Judge Kiana gonna put me out and lock me up. So it's no hard. But she was, why would y'all? Why would you be laughing in a situation like that anyway? Exactly, and that was the issue. She was like, "Y'all want to act like some clowns? Oh, mm-hmm. you gonna have to, not in courtroom five hundred two, not today, not any day." I said, "Yes, <laughs> yes." In the real shade. So did the first guy that walked out? Did he get? Did he get uh, a sentence too? No, because he just left out. It's that woman who was being chatty after she told oh. her to get out. She's still talking in the. You know, black women don't not gonna let you keep talking after mm-hmm. I've dismissed you. If I dismiss, ask your ask any black mama. Let a child walk out the room still talking. Oh, oh you got something it's gonna to get say? worse. Oh, bring that ass back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every black woman, no. Don't you walk out no room mumbling. It's worse than talking in the first place. Right. I'd rather you talk it to my face than you say it on the side. Because I'm going to just have to kill you now. Because I don't know what you said. Exactly. Because now I feel like you're being sneaky. She learned that day. 93 days. That's a long time. That's three months. Exactly. She done lost her job now. (laughs) And it's a misdemeanor. What is this? What you going to jail? What? Bruh. She didn't even get to say her last goodbyes. (laughs) <laughs> they just took her right in. She had on a little sweater. That's gonna be ooh, girl. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hope you got your your situations in order because you ain't about to see the light of day for three whole months. Right. I hope they give her maybe like some bail or something so you can at least get out and handle it later. But I just couldn't imagine being given ninety days. Like ninety three. <laughs> ninety three. Don't forget the three. That means the it's a three. It's three whole months. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it's not like 90 days, like, oh, two months and like 28 days or something. Like, no, 93, that's three whole months. Four and we didn't already like... finish February. So it's literally going to be three. So you, <laughs> you missed the shortest month, baby girl. You mad. <laughs> you messed up, cuz. You messed up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, maybe this happened in, so it happened in February. So maybe she gave it an extra three to compensate. Like, oh, no, you're going to get this full month for February because <laughs> exactly. I gave it to you at the end. You gonna get these days, <laughs> bro? It's not like it's not like she about to go in there March one and start her sentence. She's <laughs> gonna start effective immediately. <laughs> Brave <Yo>. Booker. <laughs> Booker, baby. Shout out to Judge Kiana. Yes. Happy Black History Month, like mm-hmm. black girl there we go. magic. <laughs> yes, 
better you better use your authority. That's right. Ooh, I support it. <laughs> That's cute. Shout out to her. I don't even know what state that was in, but she not playing. I don't know. I feel like it was somewhere in the Midwest. It's happening in America. Like That's all that matters. Exactly. I support it. No matter where it happened. <laughs> yep. That's right. She the next judge Maybelline. <laughs> Get us on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I support it. I'd watch yep. this in the middle of the day. At four o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a perfect time spot. Right before Judge Judy. Yes. The fact that you know Judge it. Judy's time is beyond me. Because I work from home a lot. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, you know. I think Judge Judy's from D.C. Just going to put that out there. Can't completely confirm. fact. <laughs> but I'm about 65% positive. But I don't fact check, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> so, Onward. yes, Google, shout out to them, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, <laughs> just shout out to them for this. <laughs> so they invested a million dollars. Or was it even more? Was it 11 it million? It was 11 million dollars. Okay, I just saw a lot of ones and a lot of zeros. I thought I was reading code, <laughs> so I stopped. <laughs> really? But a whole, yes. <laughs> And look, I was like, that's a lot of ones. No bull, that's a lot of zeros. I see more than one comma, so I'm out of out of my league. <laughs> but All they invested right. millions of dollars into Black Lives Matter in the most subtle way possible. Yeah. So. So they gave yeah. like a couple million to different like racial people fighting for racial justice organizations. Mm-hmm. So you know things like changing the education the prison pipeline like people who are devoted to that so you know give or take black lives matter if you kind of think about it <laughs> i mean mm, yeah i i support yeah, exactly i su- i support the way they did it because you don't always have to be a part of quote unquote the movement to be active in the movement do you know what i mean i agree like you don't have to brand everything as blm or like make sure everything is a as a, a news conference and press and big media just to say that you're invested and that you're working towards equality so for them to like actually be thoughtful with who they're giving their money to and like the organizations they're supporting and make it sure that it's like organizations that are actually doing great work on behalf of black people and black kids and like people that are already in the prison system, I think that's a really, that's really, it's really great, you know. I agree. I think it's just it's, it's beyond. A, it's a whole heap of money. Oh man, that's a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Like so, like that's a lot. It's a lot more than I. I've, I'm not even gonna go there. I ain't seen it, ain't breathed it, I ain't been nowhere near it. But shout out to Google <laughs> for being the real MVP. Yeah. yeah, I'm like that's that's great. So. Shout out to them. And then um, Jordan Peele, his movie, Get Out, got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's so rare for something to get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's dope. And I hear it was great. Like, everybody yeah, I heard who's seen great. it has been like, it was awesome. If we weren't I'm recording excited. the show right now, I'd be watching it on matinee prices because, you know, that's, that's where I stay. You know, on the I get that. I get that. I said yeah. I was going to try to go on Tuesday. I'm going to have to catch it next week. <laughs> <laughs> I get on Tuesday when it's $5 Tuesday. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to slide in there and go see that. Cause, yeah. You know, I, I support the brother. 
And I really, I was really trying to be like, I was like, oh, this, because I, when I saw the preview in the movie theater, I was like, oh, this movie looks so corny. Because I thought it was like going to be like a parody movie or a comedy because Jordan Peele, like he's known to, like for being a comedian and he's a comedy right. writer. So I just assume being that, that that's like the genre that he's known for, that that's the kind of movie he would have made. But lo and behold, he's over here making thrillers with like a com- like a comedic twist where it needs to be. But it's like it's a drama that focuses on race. Exactly. That's so deep. Shout out to him for, you know. I said this is going to be good. Like all the reviews I've been reading is like A1. So I'm excited yeah. to see it. I'll see it too. Can't wait. <laughs> Support this black man in Black History Month. Right? In the final days of Black, black History Month. Year. <laughs> Yes, Black History I'll, Year. Always support. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For sure. Nice. So. So it's that ratchet right? moment. Oh. Why are you doing? Well, I thought I was doing it. <laughs> well, you, I didn't feel your sophisticated ratchet coming through enough, so I thought I would just. I'm wearing my sophisticated ratchet T-shirt right now. Ow. No lie, I swear to God. <laughs> Know me because it was laundry yes. day. Yeah. <laughs> know me. Uh, uh, know me. Uh, we know me. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Okay. We get it. And if you're not from DC, you probably won't get that. I was to say, probably right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you have a tip? Um, I don't, but it's feel like you asked yourself. Because <laughs> I have a tip, but it's not really. It's not really useful. It's a very specific like group of people that would be able to use this tip <laughs> hey go for it i don't have one so. yeah you know for the 10 people listening out there that live in an apartment or live in a house with vertical blinds this one's for you <laughs> <laughs> i feel like a, a dj host or something right? <laughs> this one's for you for the lovers this one's for you vertical blinds vertical blinds so um so i've got vertical, vertical blinds in my apartment and i like to keep my windows not keep them open but it's you know it's getting a little breezy outside don't want to keep the heat on too hot it's not that cold so um have my vertical blinds open but you know you hit like when you get the draft or when the wind come the the blinds like chatter and that, that's the most annoying sound to me when they do like the little clank 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 i'm like oh especially when you're sleeping and that just the noise is annoying as hell anyway so a way that i figured okay. out how <laughs> to make the blinds not chatter together is to use like a hair tie and tie them up so like you have to like tie close to close to the the base of the uh, the blinds, so like close to the top of the blinds, so that they won't shake and rattle. But just use a hair tie, or I've used like uh like hair clips, if there are not that many blinds. And then you just, you know it'll last all night and it won't like fall down or anything, and you can feel the breeze and not hear the noise. Boom. Summertime's coming. Okay. That one's for y'all. I don't even. I can't even envision it because I'm with like, <sighs> what? I'm but sorry. okay, you know, I'll, that's fine. So I was trying to think of one for like horizontal that. blinds too, but I couldn't think of one. Because <laughs> I used to have horizontal blinds in my old apartment, but that's why I'm like, I don't know if you live vertical blinds, but yeah, I live in a pretty old apartment building. <laughs> but I mean, but it's old in a good way. Like they've renovated everything, and the walls are super thick, so I don't hear my neighbors ever, which I really appreciate. Um, but with that, I do have vertical blinds, <laughs> so. <laughs> Make do. So all twelve of y'all who can use that, get your hair ties and stop the chatter with your vertical yeah. blinds. And you don't got you don't got to pay extra money to make the noise go away, and you can feel the breeze. Cause I know, like for me, 
I would sometimes not, if I know it's going to be like a super windy day, I'd be like, okay, let me close the window just because I don't want to hear all this noise when I'm trying to sleep. And I'll just put like the fan on or something or put the air conditioner on. But if you don't want to waste money, open up the windows, feel, you know, feel the breeze come in, the little island breeze, even if you're not near an island. (laughs) (laughs) And get your life. (laughs) All right. I support you. I support you. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. All right. Anywho. For the song this week, it's a classic by good old Jay-Z, Song Cry. It's one of my favorites. I can understand why you want a divorce now, though I can't let you know it. Pride won't let me show it. Pretend to be heroic. That's just one to grow it. But deep inside it, so sick. I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I got to make the song cry. I can't see him coming down my eyes. So I gotta let the song cry. Uh, I can't see it coming down my eyes. So I gotta make the song cry. I can't see it coming down my eyes. So I gotta make the song cry. On repeat the CD of Big Me and my watching Barney and Clyde pretending to be that empty in your hand saying, let me see that shopping sprees, pull out your visa. What? Why'd you pick this song? Cause you know it's a sad song. And I just felt like it, it fit this episode. Really? I In my head, I was thinking of a completely different song, which is not really a song. It's not a song. I, was, I mean, I, it's, it's song a song, but it's not like a, it's not a radio song. So like, shut up. Let me explain it. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, the out of the, you know, out of the box, the TV show from like when we were kids. That I was just, the song. I just didn't want. I just didn't want to be so so literal. Like, ooh, like, ooh, are you calling me a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was not ready. <laughs> See, <laughs> you take things just too too far. <laughs> no one's going there. <laughs> you called my song choice literal, it and was. I thought it was so cheerful and happy. And it was reminiscent, and it was all the things I was looking for in a song okay. to describe my emotion right now. <laughs> all right, you know, anyway. we're in different head spaces. So if you want that to be your Sylvester Ratchet song, your Sylvester Ratchet song could be the, the final song right. when they leave out of Out of the Box. With the Maybe we'll slide a piece of that in, too. Right, they was up there doing <laughs> beatboxing and hand movements and dancing, acoustic style. I was like, Y'all all inside work. of like seventeen cardboard boxes. Listen, I did it. when I tell you that thing didn't make no sense, but it didn't matter. Didn't it didn't matter. matter. Imagination was everything. And I was like, is this a daycare or like a summer camp or what? Because these kids could just be allowed here with these grown-ups that aren't their parents and their family members. Hey, was that the only person that was thinking that way? I was like, Back in the day, you could safe. just be places for hours, and your parents be like, "As long as you back home, 
I don't care where you at. Just yeah. close my door and stop letting the air condition out. That's all they care about. So okay. you could be gone <laughs> across the world. They were like, don't come long, back. As long as you can get back by, <laughs> don't by the street Don't come lights. back until... I don't want to see you coming in and out these doors. Don't come for no water. Go to the bathroom outside. Like, they didn't care. And we you better not be missing no ballies or barrettes or nothing. Right. You better not be looking like you've been, like, you know. Mm-hmm. That was the good old days. I was about to say that. The good old days. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This, this show about to be full of sound effects. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. We're not splicing and dicing like that, y'all. Sorry. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. Anyway, so it has been a year, and in this year, whole year, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Year, you guys have stuck around and listened to us. That was a that voice was very much like Barney. (laughs) Was that intentional? Yes. Okay, (laughs) because that was creepy as hell. That was really, I thought really uncomfortable. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Oh, look at us. Twinsies. It's been um, a year. Y'all been riding yes. with us for a whole year. Shout out to mm-hmm. y'all. Ride or die. To the oldies. Oh. Mm, they, they wouldn't die. Well, you know. I wouldn't even ask that of you. I wouldn't ask that of anyone. Anyway, what, 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 are we, what, this, what are we talking about right now? What is this? What a year is the meaning review. of this? We want to go back and yeah. think back over the year. I was going to say years. Over the year. <laughs> 12 months. <laughs> What's been your favorite episode? Um, Should we preface by saying why we're doing this right now? Sure. Let's, let's fill them in. Should I do it? Should I get it? Yeah, you should go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, guys... I'm going to sit you guys down like your parents would. And, you know, sometimes See, this is why I can't life, go to the courthouse because I can't control my life. Sometimes in life, things happen and we don't always have control. Our feelings change. Things change. And, you know, sometimes your parents split up. And I say all that to say we're no longer going to do Three Black Girls podcast. This is the finale. But but we're not broken up. That sounds... I know, but... Oh, I was about like... to say something really... P- not PC. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I just don't no, know any other way to break up to you guys. I don't want it to be, like, insensitive. Like, we out cheer! Because then Drop that wouldn't mic. be fair. And then just... I know. Then, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a sad... It's sentimental. I feel some kind of way. So... Mm-hmm. I felt like breaking it down to you like, you know, your parents do when they're on the verge of divorce or separation was the best way to do it. But we're not separating. We're still friends. We're right. best friends. That, that's so severe. It's a word choice. I don't know. There's, there sorry. must be an easier way to finesse this. I don't know. How <laughs> I don't well, do well Vanessa. with this. So I'm sorry. Shoot. I'm not trying not to be the counterpart in Hurt Bay and just be like, so we over it. <laughs> Stow it. And that's it. <laughs> Be like, I'm over here crying. Right, like, you know. That would be funny. <laughs> I'm trying to do right by y'all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all. This is it. It's this is it. 17 grand finale. I don't think I know that song. It's a go-go song from like 05. Okay. <laughs> that was you right But yeah, 
Oh, okay. So anyway. Well, then that's probably why I don't know it. Because you actually made a remix. <laughs> well, I just changed the numbers, but the tune was the same. Same tune. Okay, anyway. Anywho. Anyway. Um, so what's been your favorite show? Episode. Or episode. So I had like, I was, okay, good. Because I was like, I had a hard time picking just one episode. Because I think, you know, over this year, we've had some really good episodes. But I think, like, top, I'll say number one for sure is probably, um, this was an early one we did about mental health, about black and mental health. I can't remember what it's called. Let me look it up. Um, it was very early. You just it keep was talking. Like episode five. But that was one of my favorite episodes because we really kind of talked about the issues that African Americans deal with with as they like encounter and deal with mental health whether it be like black men dealing with mental health or being black women and dealing with mental health so that was definitely one of my favorites because I think that's something that Mm. is like so taboo black people don't talk about it black people too good to go to you know the psychiatrist therapist and talk about things so I thought that was a good one for me um episode 11 Break, Break the, stigmas. the stigmas. Yes. You want to go back and listen? Yeah. Break the stigmas. The number what else did episode you? 11. That was one of my favorites. But um, other than that one, I think my other favorite was probably um, the one we did. What is it called? <laughs> Dear, uh, Dear Daddy. So now, if y'all remember huh. this episode, that was episode 17. I enjoyed this episode because as for me, I am a person who I'm an introvert, so I do a lot of self-reflection. So after listening to the episode and actually being there and recording the episode with two people who've had their fathers, it just, you know, it gave me different insight. It was able to see different lifestyles, more than one way that, you know, a black woman lives with a father who is her biological father, how Angelica's father was. Uh, her stepfather and then me without mine so I just thought it was it was good for me for self-reflection so that was also one of my favorite episodes oh that's so good to hear because I completely forgot about that episode but like now looking back and like seeing how we all had different father like paternal relationships I think that's so interesting yeah Whoa. So what was your favorite? that's a good one um so I'm going to say my favorite or one of my favorites was our first conversation from the corner office episodes with Marjwan. So that okay. was episode 30. And the only reason, or I mean, there were multiple reasons why I like this episode, but because, um, so I had met Marjwan like I literally like a year ago before we had even started doing the podcast, but so like when we were in the talks of doing the podcast and I told her about the idea and I was like, yeah, you know, I would love for her like to have you on the show. And, like, we were kept in contact a little bit, but, like, we never, you know, we never made it work until literally 30 weeks after starting the show. And then she reached out and was like, hey, I want to come back on, like, I'm going to be on the show. And having to, like, write those interview questions and doing the interview on my own, because I remember that was one episode that you weren't able to make it. Mm -hmm. So, like, doing the interview on my own was so nerve-wracking, but I think the episode turned out so well. I think so, too. It was very insightful. So I was like... Yeah, it was one of those episodes I was like, man, I'm so proud of myself for, like, <laughs> actually coming full circle. Because, like, not only did, like, 
we meet and talk about the show, but like having her come on and having her talk about all her creative things and then having to like run it on my own. I was like, dang, bro, I'm a G. Because you just forget. Sometimes you forget that you're capable of doing things that you've never done before until you're forced to do it, you know? And I think that was one of those moments where it's like my feet were to the fire. So I just made it work. Dive in. Um, yeah, like Trey Songs. Gross. Ugh, sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was one of my faves. Uh, of course, the episode with George, episode 26. First you off, say he's I don't just, know why you guys like that. I don't. So that's probably why. I. It blows That episode it has got thousands and thousands of listens. And, and I, I don't know, know why. why. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought the episode was hilarious because I think George is a funny guy. And I think the conversation was great that day. But do I think it was, like, better than everything else? Uh, no. I think we do some great <laughs> conversations. So I did feel some kind of way. I'm like, dang, y'all. Y'all don't like us when it's just us? Yeah, I have guests. But right. no shade. It was That's a funny episode, though. Yeah, that one was good. I'm trying to think of an episode of just you and I. I don't know, man. I feel like every week, every week we be killing it. Oh, you be killing it. Be like not even like to tweet our own horn or nothing, but I think I think our content's really good. So <laughs> those have been my yeah. faves, just those two okay. amongst the fifty or the forty-nine thus far. Um, I'm trying to scroll through, I like them all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I there's only been that. like a handful that I've hated, but I told y'all in the beginning or like it, during the episode, I was like, that's not a good one. <laughs> Believe me, I feel like it's with anything. Like you, you always have a bad day. We've had a couple where it was like, eh, we probably could have went without that one. But I'm sure there was somebody <laughs> who enjoyed it, and right. it happens. We we can't be yeah. on 100 every day. That's Sometimes right. we're on 99. Sorry, we're human. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, so just to bring y'all full circle if y'all remember from like episode like three or four i told y'all about my spoons that i ordered off kickstarter damn spoons bro Bro, (laughs) it's literally been a year and i'm still hyped but let me tell y'all the tea about this one because this is because i bought the spoons to use them for my tea so i think that's ironic if anything okay so it's been a year (laughs) we were told that the spoons were going to be delivered to us in like march or april 2016 that never happened. No, no, no. Maybe it was like, mm, maybe, maybe it's like May. Okay. Yeah, maybe about May <laughs> of 2016. That never happened. May came and passed. Summer, fall, spring, whatever. It all came and passed. I think the person. So I've been like trying to keep up because everyone on the uh, campaign has been like really, really mad. They're about to start a lawsuit because Kickstarter is not coming and like trying to give us back our money. And a lot of people invested, like, because they were doing it for, like, companies and stuff. So a lot of people invested a lot of money or, like, put in a lot of money to get these spoons. And they ha- and we haven't heard anything back from the uh, the person that was, like, the creator of the campaign. So we've heard information. I know, right? It's the shade. So we've heard information from the guy. What? 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 Nothing. Oh, okay. I thought I'm like, are you saying wait because you were you needed some clarifying questions or what? No, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go for it. So yeah. So there. So there's two. So it's the guy. There's like this Indian guy that that came up with the idea, and he's been the one that's been behind creating the spoons. And then there was this woman 
She was the one that created the campaign on Kickstarter. The Indian guy has been giving us updates like, hey, this is how things are going. We're in production. We had to get a new facility because we got so many orders and we had to ramp up everything, blah, 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 make new machinery, whatever. The girl is nowhere to be found. And she's the one that holds all the Kickstarter money. So, y'all, out here in the ether, we just lost all our money. Granted, I was only in for like $25, so I'm not really that pressed. It's been a year. I forgot all about it, whatever. Even though I really want these spoons. But some people were in this for thousands of dollars. So, there might be a lawsuit coming up, and I'm just trying to get my coins. Okay. So, shorty Nigerian uncle jaw, like, sent the email, like, (laughs) send me your money, and I'm going to put it in your account. And I'm gonna get you. No. <laughs> but the, I, but the real thing is. Again. So Kickstarter got their cut, or like whatever cut that Kickstarter gets, like their 10 or 15 or 20% or whatever. They've obviously received that money. But since it's been a year and we haven't received our product, and the expectation was to receive it last summer, then that's really a problem. So, I mean. At this point, we may never see these spoons, and I'm a little mad about it. These spoons ain't even exist. That was movie magic. They do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they was like, y'all want to get these Americans? Act like you got a cool product and get on this new site called Kickstarter. People just buy. <laughs> but it was like it a anything. global thing. <laughs> so there was like people in India, people in the UK, people in Australia, which they would have been paying Bluku money for shipping. So that's insane. But, I mean, they said that they were having a plant. They were going to try to create a, a manufacturing plant in the U.S. to, to make up some of their costs. Or was, I don't know, for shipping. I don't know. Either way, it's been a year, and I still ain't seen no spoons. So, well, that's the update. Word on the street <laughs> is. I've got, I got hoodwinked, y'all. But <laughs> this kicks <laughs> I sure did. It's okay, was though. hella hype over these spoons. I still am hype. I've been, because I re, I go on the little Kickstarter campaign like once a week to see if there's any updates. And people are like really, really serious about getting their money back. Like they've talked to their like small claims court in their respective states to, to see how much they'd be able to sue her for. I'm like, if you can't find her, how you going to sue her? Right. That's stupid, but whatever. Anyway, well, so that's that. Sorry for you. <laughs> um, so what are you going to miss most? about doing the show um so what i will miss is i guess talking to you every week <laughs> as gay as that sounds and i don't that's, mean gay as in, like, that's offensive so but i kind of do like as stupid as it sounds <laughs> i will <laughs> i will miss that <laughs> i'm gonna have to want to fight you but i mean Do you hear what you say don't use gay that way you remember that commercial she did? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the one who likes you. Well, anyway, I didn't know any other way to say it. I'm sorry. But I guess I'll miss that part. And I'll miss, like, the feedback. Like, some great people have been giving feedback over the year. And, I mean, whether it's in, like, face-to-face with people I've met. Like, even people I went to school with. Like, I saw them at homecoming. It was like, yo, your podcast is dope. And I'm like, What? You listen? Who knew? Oh. So I miss like stuff. Like I want to miss that. Not just like knowing people and people like coming up to me, but just the fact that people appreciate the work that I'm doing. I'll miss that. That's really cool. So for me, I I miss speaking in public because, <laughs> which sounds funny, but like 
I feel like without having to do the show, I wouldn't be as good at my job as I am because a part of my job is like training okay. and public speaking and like working with people that are strangers to me. So like I have to talk a lot about just unnecessary things all the time. So if I didn't have to do this show and like speak out loud for an hour every week and like talk about things that are like only a little bit important, but like make them sound really important, <laughs> then I feel like, you know, it's just, it's just been, it's been a really helpful tool for me to just think about my thoughts before I say them out loud. I'm like, sentence building and thinking about like how people interpret things i think that's yeah yeah and i and i have a speech impediment that like low-key i try to i mean not low-key i do try to hide it because that's just part of how life works so (laughs) i feel like by doing this show i've been like getting over the anxiety that i have about my speech which has been really good for me so i get that this year has really helped yeah sometimes when i be doing the podcast i think i'm going to miss the fact that you know, like I said, I'm introverted, so I don't talk to a lot of people. But as y'all know, I be having some good stuff to say. So I don't be having nobody to say it to. <laughs> I'm going to kind of miss not being able to, like, tell y'all my funny jokes or my thoughts on the stuff that's been happening. Because I feel like I ain't got nobody else to tell now. Like, don't nobody want to hear me call and tell y'all about this Nicki Minaj beef and my jokes I thought about. <laughs> I can't just call people with that now. So right, like, like nobody wants to hear that for real. But y'all listen to it, and I appreciate y'all. But now I'm just going like, I don't know, gonna be rough. Right, this is like my little comedy hour because I've been saying my whole life I'm like I should be a comedian, but I can't commit to nothing. Uh, so I feel like, see, uh, and you're a hater. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what your hesitancy is about, but I don't like it. So uh, anywho. <laughs> I, th- I feel work. like this is my little comedy hour to get my jokes off. So <laughs> I get you. I get that. Yeah. See, hate, hate never wins. Love trumps hate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I think that's the funniest thing ever. Love the quote, like love trumps hate. I think that is so funny. Okay. Hmm. Anyway. Anywho, it's a bumper sticker that I've been saying lately. I didn't come up with that on my own. We know. That we know that's not you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Anywho, but, but you can claim Bayrock Obama. I know I you didn't come up with that, that but I'll let you. This morning, keep it. bro, when I was making the outline, Whatever. and I saw the picture of Barack. Whatever. Saying, Look at him looking like Bayrock. And then when you talked about Bay Shut early, up. I said, "Oh, that works perfectly." Like my brain be knowing. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't have nobody to get these jokes with. Like, I might <laughs> catch these. I'm going to have to pull up my Twitter again so people can catch these jokes. I know. I was just thinking that. I was like, bro, now I'm going to have to get a Twitter so I can say all my little rants that I just be having in my head because I got to get them out somehow. See? Mm. Anywho. Anyway. Before we go, I do want to shout out. Oh, I have another update. Oh, you got Sorry, update? sorry. I have another update. Okay. Y'all remember when I said I needed friends? <laughs> and you wanted to get Cause all my friends was moving. on a dating app slash friend app yes. to get friends. So, there is a friend app, and I joined one, and I made a friend. She's kind of cool. We went out and hanged out and stuff, and we went to art shows and shit like that. It was fun. Boom. End of sentence. Okay. That was that. Just an update on that as well. Oh, hey. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm happy you made a friend. Thank you. <laughs> now I've got a handful from, from that and other things, but okay. life is good. Just, I'm happy for you, oh, bro. Just another update I had in my head. Thank you. Thanks, girl. Now I'm waiting for you to come home so my real friends can be here. <laughs> y'all, y'all. But anywho, I want to do some shout outs before we 
exit out of here because some of y'all been riding with us till the wheels fall off since day one, since March 5th, 2016. I don't know if that was the actual date. I feels like it, but. I don't know either. But I know it wasn't the first so. what we was aiming for. So I feel like the, the mm. fifth sounds right. The third or the fifth. One of those. Okay. Anywho. It was the first week of March. You right. Yeah. I know that much. But, so first shout out, our girl Crystal. Crystal been riding Crystal. hard since like day seven. I don't know. She probably was there day one. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just sorry, y'all. I don't know. She's been riding with me since day seven. (laughs) Who says that? Nobody. I just like to be accurate. I don't know, though. Okay. Shout out to Crystal, though. Crystal been riding hard, though. Yeah. And she has a podcast called The Middle Years Podcast. So when we're gone, go check out The Middle Years. Mm -hmm. Hosted by Crystal. Hey. Um, And Rochelle. Yes. From Seattle. Shout out to Rochelle. Don't forget about her. Like, I know you out there trying to make it out there in Seattle. Godspeed, my girl. Godspeed. Yeah. And then Shane and, and his wifey. I don't want to get married yet. Did we I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to say wifey. But shout out to Black Love. <laughs> right. Wifey. Both of y'all be listening. So shout out to Shane and wifey. Y'all, real MVPs. Anybody else I want to shout out? I don't know. Your mama. My mama. She's she been riding since day, day one. Your sister, okay. riding since oh, day yeah. one. No, I don't shout her out because oh. she told me, because she, she's, in, she's in school, right? So she told me, she's like, yeah, I haven't actually been listening to your show for like 10 weeks. I was like, oh. well, she was there really? in the beginning. But she, but she told me that she went back and listened to all the old episodes, though, because oh. she's real. So we good. She good. She good. Yeah. Good. She gonna hear this. Okay. Hey, sis. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, you know the shout outs I want to think about. Shout out to the international listeners because we be seeing y'all. London be listening hard. Uh, <laughs> what's another place? I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I don't have the stats in front of me. Right. London. I'm like I don't feel UK like you can prepare for this all the time. Canada is always on the list. There's a few others sprinkled in there. But those are the two main ones I can remember off top. It's like Germany has a lot too for some reason. Yeah. That's, I mean, hey y'all. But hey y'all. Guten Tagen. Okay. All of that. Is that German? I, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't speak German. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's next on the horizon for you post-production? Um, so guys, I just have so much in the works right now. And by so much in the works, I mean, like, I'm trying to figure it out. And I don't have nothing planned. But (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like, you know, I wanted to sound like I had my life together. But I don't. I can't. can't (laughs) But good news. It's a safe space. You You don't need to lie. Y'all my family. Y'all, I don't have to lie to y'all. It's been 100 all the time. But so I'm moving back to D.C. in May. <gasps> is this breaking news, it's bro? Breaking. What? I didn't want. I wanted you what to find you? out with everyone else, like, like Beyonce. Why are you announcing this? <laughs> what? Like Beyonce's daddy. Oh, find out what everybody shit. else found out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit. See what he I didn't did there? Secret family. He didn't deserve that. Oh God! Yay! Yes. What? So I'll be moving back. So if anybody know of any jobs 
in Maryland, D.C., Virginia, maybe Delaware. Like, you know, that's in public health. Holla at me. Like, shoot me an email. You can still send us an email at threeblackgirlspodcast at gmail.com if you got some job prospects or you got the plug. I'm open. <laughs> I'm open. And I just got my master. So, oh, y'all, I'm here. Hey. I'm qualified. I'm ready. Comma. Hit me up. And some letters after her name. Yes. I told y'all, you know when I get that MPH, call me only MPH. Like, send an email be like, dear MPH. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I'm not. Don't do that. <laughs> no, for real. Do that. I will report all those emails as spam. <laughs> She don't even check the emails, y'all. I check them, so I do. I'll get them. <laughs> I'll get them. I check don't them like fret. two days later, like seven days <laughs> afterward. I got y'all. It's just anyway. Do what I ask you guys. Thank you. <laughs> What's on the horizon for you? What's coming up? Oh, girl. Um, I don't know. So I just started grad school. So I got papers on papers on papers on posters. Oh, on papers. Papers on posters. That sounds dope. <laughs> no, no, because it's not like money paper. So it's uh, no. Okay. Anyway, y'all pray for me, y'all, because this. I who knew grad school was this hard? I mean, I knew you can. You only imagine. But like say, after being out of school for like five years. Yeah. I, I, I should have known better. I should have just went straight after after undergrad because I can't get myself into like the mentality of doing work again. Like, bro, I be I be watching Love and Hip Hop instead of reading, and I know I got homework. <laughs> It's like it's like at this age, it's like you know what the consequences are because you already lived that life for a couple of years in undergrad. Mm-hmm. But you do bad anyway. Okay. I went to happy hour three times last week. I have a paper due in five days. What am I thinking? You're just going happy hour because you don't want to do your work. That's the way. Exactly. I'm like, you don't even go to happy hours like talking about. So you, I know. you know you have work to do. I just like, don't. I'll it, do that's it. exactly what it is. <laughs> Cause, cause I don't, I don't even like being out for real. But I, you know what, I like, I like being out less than. I don't like doing this homework, so I will procrastinate and find any reason not to be home or be in the library. So if that just happens to be a bar, then you find me there. Cause this is trash. Anyway, that's on the horizon for me. Twenty eighteen, we out here. Out cheer for me. Out cheer. Anywho, okay. I think that's it right, for I'm us. Just rambling. Um, since we are uh, dissolving, I don't know if that's the word I want to use. <laughs> this the is friendship's not dissolving. We're, um, we're liquidating. Since we're, you know, liquidating our assets and um, ending this <laughs> like nasty gal. We are ending, closing our doors. So that's the shade, right? But because that Marsha, I don't, I don't know her name, Ambrose. I don't know. Anyway. She used to be a billionaire, and now she's what? not. The woman that made Nasty Gal. Oh. Or she wasn't a billionaire, but like her assets were related to the fact that Nasty Gal was worth so much, and now that they've gone into bankruptcy, she's worth a fraction of what she used to be worth. Can you imagine? No. I can't. Mm. I don't live that life. That's what happens when all your money's tied up in one place. Don't do it, y'all. But Diversify your assets. <laughs> okay? Just saying. But anywho... Uh, since we are breaking the show and leaving it, um, I do want you guys to be able to find <laughs> us after the fact because, as you could imagine, we're probably not going to be checking like the Instagram and Twitter and all of that that's connected to the show. So if you're looking for moi, you can catch me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is I am ADH underscore D. 
Um, my Twitter is the same, but I'm not going to be on there. I might, since I need to get these jokes <laughs> off. So you might catch me on Twitter. <laughs> are you hardly going to try to join Black Twitter? Is there like I an have... application process, you think? No. See, it's like, Ooh. I'll go on it's like a hazing and process. I'll watch it. Like when the shows are on, I'll scroll through, but I don't participate. This is because I feel like, you know, I ain't just want to jump into the party and try to bandwagon it. So I feel like I got to, like, reestablish myself in Twitter before I come in black Twitter. Hmm. So, yeah. So that's where I am. Anything cool. you want to give? Um, so, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, I guess. Um, <laughs> so my name is silent double underscore G double underscore. Because real G's move in silence like lasagna. That was a good episode too. That was, Boom! That, that was, was a good one. That was a good episode. That was the story of my life. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not on Twitter because Twitter, I, I I jumped on Twitter too late, and then it was like one of those like steep learning curves. So I only go on Twitter for like work related stuff. Um, that's it. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Get me. Hey. Nothing, no, I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on. Although that all, all the kids doing stuff, Vivo. What's the other ones? I don't know. I don't know. I know Snapchat, I'm but words. I'm not that interesting, guys. It's just a bunch of selfies. So I mean, unless you try to get these <laughs> selfie game, you can follow me on Snapchat. Same name. <laughs> See, that's how old I am. I make my name the same on everything. Cause who has time to remember? No, different names? that's not. That's good for branding, personal branding. That's good. So yeah, don't don't, don't, don't have feel time bad about to it. think of different names. Like it works. I'm comfortable. So I'm the same. Oh, see. <laughs> so my Twitter name used to be so genebriated when I was that. in college. <laughs> that was the flyest name. I, someone gave me that name, and I was like, "That's so dope." But after I got a job, I had to change it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could imagine. It may or may not be Silent G as well. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't even know on Twitter, so I have no idea. But yeah, you know, trying to keep it classy. Naturally. Um, but let's go to like it, love it, got to have it. We have sprinkled in so many go-go songs into this episode. (laughs) I know. What is? I think it's because I'm I'm homesick. I'm homesick. I just got clearly all my everything, y'all. I'm so happy you're coming home. Me too. Just in time. I mean, just in time for day parties. Yes. Yes. You know I live for day parties. Yeah. That is my sole purpose in life: day drinking, (laughs) day parties, (laughs) day parties with day drinking. Yes, yes, yes and Fine. or uh, yes, I'm here mm, for it. Can't wait. If y'all in DC in point. May, <laughs> holla at your girl because I will be out here at a day party. So I uh, out here. So yeah, but anywho, mm. like it, love it, gotta have it. So my like it this week is the documentary Gender Revolution with Katie Couric. Did you see that? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So basically, I didn't even know what happened. It came on uh, National Geographic. But. Oh. So it came on, they were, I don't know if it's still streaming for free. I know they were letting it stream free on like their site or whatever without having to have cable, like login and stuff. But. Oh, okay. Um, it's a whole documentary talking about um, gender and gender, like identifying with genders and transgender and um just like the whole thought process behind gender so it starts out talking about like being born um with 
both sexual parts, you know, how doctors decide on which gender you choose. Like some people's genders are chosen mm-hmm. for them. It talks about how these kids have grown up. You know, it was real life like conversations with families whose children have decided a gender that's um, not biological at ages as young as like four, how they've dealt with it, you know, talking to kids who, you know, just dealing with it, even talking to somebody as old as like 60 or 70 who didn't decide to, you know, identify as a different gender officially until later on in life. So just kind of talked about the whole process and I thought it was a great documentary for people who may not know much about what's going on in current day because we hear so many conversations about transgender um, bathroom laws, you know, identifying like how you identify what to mark on a piece of paper, you know, all of that now. And personally, I remember having a conversation with my mother and she was, you know, she was like, well, how do people know? How can you expect a child to know? And it was a lot of questions that I think the average person has. And I thought this documentary mm-hmm. was basic enough that it wasn't like super sciencey where it made you feel like it's a, a crock theory or something. It was like, here are the facts. Here are people's real lives. Here are children who deal with it. Here are adults. Here are teenagers. And I thought it was a great, it's a great intro for anybody who's not familiar or has only learned very little about it and want to know more. So Gender Revolution with nice. Katie Couric. Shout out to Katie Couric. That's my girl. Yeah. She all right. I'm just kidding. She's dope. <laughs> I was like, dang. Um, I wonder if I can find it because I don't have National Geographic like on my subscription um, cable. I'm sure you can find it now. It's probably, I think it was on like, YouTube. It was on National Geographic uh, website. It was on a couple different sites. Nice. So, yeah. So I'll find it. And if I can find it uh, on YouTube or somewhere else for y'all, I'll put it in the show notes. Cool. But we'll so see about that. What's yours? So mine is, so did you hear about, um, so it was a, a advertising company called Havis in Chicago. Nope. They made this uh, black at work job school course. Mm-mm. Did you hear about this at all? No. No? Tell me more. I, I feel like this ran under the radar. And this is, so this is the kind of work I want to do post my master's degree so they say it was just like a a, a creative like they have an advertising company or something or advertising agency in new york or not new york in chicago and the black people that were in the or the minority people that were in the company were just facing all these microaggressions so for black history month they decided to create this obstacle course in the lobby of their office building where you have to go through these different uh these different obstacles and just face what it feels like to be black at work. So one of them is like a balance beam where if you fall off the balance, like you have to get from point A to point B. And if you fall off the balance beam on like the left side, then people consider you to be like, you fall into like the lazy zone. If you fall okay. off, the, like, off the balance beam on the right side, people or you fall into like the, the angry zone or whatever. So just representing like how being black at work, you have to balance different, like different, uh, ideas of what people perceive you as Mm -hmm. and like there was just all these different um it had it was dope so you can find it online like you can see the different type of obstacle courses that they that they make people walk through and it's available so not only is it like if you work at the building you can like walk through it and like just to see like the microaggressions that everyone feels on a regular basis but like random people on the street can walk in too and encounter the obstacle course so I know. I was like, this is so creative. So this is so 
and on Facebook when I posted it, I was like, this is what happens when you put black creatives and and like make them face all these microaggressions at work and then they just somehow create a diversity intervention. So what I'm studying right now in, in, uh, in my grad program is about interventions of certain, certain uh, capacities in terms of organizational development. So like creating diversity interventions like this brings so much awareness to what it is that you're trying to force other people that are dominant cultures in your organization to see without being uh, covert about it. So you could you could be creative and you can also put out a message and have that being done like simultaneously in a, in a unique way. So I was like, this is so dope that they came up with this and that they executed it so well. So I was like, yes, two claps and a twirl. Or I guess it's two okay. snaps, but I'm not I about to say, snap. Pretty much you know. a snap, but all right. That's noisy. That. Yeah, it is two snaps. But you know, <laughs> I was like, yes, to this diversity intervention. This is bomb. Sounds dope though. Like I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so that's mine. All right. Well, mm-hmm. for the final time, if you guys want to find us, <laughs> we are. We still have our website. It's 3bgpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is 3blackgirlspodcast. Twitter, 3blackgirlspod. Snapchat is 3blackgirls, the word three, so T-H-R-E-E. We're on Facebook, 3blackgirlspodcast. And you can email us still. We will be checking it. Maybe not as often, but we will check it at three black girls podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And this is so sad to say because you cannot find us each and every Tuesday no more. But you can always find the old episodes, they'll still be up there on SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Listen to us whenever you want. Just make sure that you stay hydrated and that your melanin is popping with your coconut oil and your shea butters out here flourishing and, and beaming. Ultralight beams, yes. Yeah. Um, and if you do like our show, you know it's still out there. So if you like us, you can rate us, you can subscribe, you can leave us a review on iTunes, and you can still share it with other people. You know, it's it's still it's not like we're dissolving and taking all of our content down. Like no, it's still gonna be a thing. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> so of course we'd like to thank the great Slash B. He has a podcast. If I never made that explicitly clear, his podcast is called the Greatest Podcast Ever. You can find him on SoundCloud as well. He'll still be doing his show, I think. I'm not sure. But I'm, I assume so. <laughs> uh, so I want to thank him for producing our show since, like, episode three. And for our theme music since day one. <laughs> right, right. Thank you guys yes. for the last time thank for putting up with us. Guys. Thank you to all. Y'all have been the real MVPs. Thank you to all the guests we've had over the years. Yes. We've had yes. tons of them. I don't even want to call their names because I'm going to forget somebody. But thank you to everybody who decided to chop it up with us one day. We appreciate y'all. Right. And to every person that came on the show, everyone that showed us love in the street, to every black business that gave us a discount code just off merit, I appreciate every single one of y'all. Yes. And I bought, a, I bought something from every single one of those companies. For sure. Support black business. Support black love. Support each other. Right. We can all be dope together. What else I, I agree. Have to say? Shout out to Angelica. She rode hard yes. in the beginning, but she's on the better. She thinks she's supposed to start a uh, video blog coming soon. It's called Hippie Love Jones. I don't know when, but y'all check out that later <laughs> on this year. Yeah. Uh, anybody? Else? Maybe I'll do a spinoff podcast. With where me. I'm just rambling because I really need to get these thoughts out. Well, there you go. Just kidding. And if anybody has any I, podcasts, I we are still available. 
to be on them. We just don't have all. Yes. But if you want any exactly. features, of course, email us. Some of y'all got our numbers. Call us, text us, whatever. We're still available. <laughs> Hit us up on social. We're we're still around. Yeah. Um, and that's a wrap. That's it. That's a wrap.